Super Talk Mississippi media production. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the story straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way, their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no worries, it's how life goes, baby. In a Mississippi Minute. That's right. Welcome to In a Mississippi Minute. I'm Steve Azar. These are some trying times, but the new norm is a making a comeback. So the wonderful things we have to do right here in our own Mississippi, in your backyard. It's just a short drive away. you got to go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. All right, today my guest deserves at least an annual repeat performance. He's become a dear friend of mine uh, as music and culture ambassador of our great state. I've spent a lot of time globally with him at times, nationally, in-state, and uh, it's just been a blessing to be around somebody that works so hard. His friends call him C-Ray. I call him my point guard. Sometimes he has to take the ball away from me because I do go 0 for 11 before I hit my first shot. But that's part of the deal. But anyway, long story short, works very hard. He's our executive director of tourism for all things Visit Mississippi. And I've got him in the house, actually, literally in the house. Everybody say hello to Craig Ray. Steve, thanks for having me here, actually here at your house. You're in the studio. You're Live here. in the studio in Delta and <laughs> glad to be here and share the uh, wonderful news of tourism here in Mississippi. Well, we've got a little curveball that we, that's been thrown at us, and we were on a, a vicious, beautiful roll, right? Uh, just seeing you light up about all the visitors. So let's backtrack a little bit and talk about how many people last year were documented coming into our state and to absorb all the, the greatness that we are. Last year in 2019 was a record number of tourists uh, for the state of Mississippi. We had 24.7 million visitors, <laughs> and of those uh, visitors, we had uh, visitors from eight, 18 different countries and 165,000 international travelers, and they spent a whopping $6.87 billion here in the state of Mississippi, also a record number. So when the pandemic strikes, uh, obviously, a huge blow to the to an industry that is ranked where in our economy. If you if you look at the numbers, where are we ranked? Are we one? Tourism is the fourth largest industry in the state of Mississippi. Wow, and that's just just so of all the things. But we talked the other day, and you seem always so optimistic, which is why you're such a great point guard. You know, you're running the show there. Uh, we talked about how we're sort of in a good place for the new norm like you're not changing your message right and and uh so so elaborate on that we are these are unique times steve and mississippi as a state like all other states in many parts of the world we we were uh shut down closed for business but we're not rebranding mississippi we're opening the doors we're welcoming 
our tourists back. We're, we're turning the switch back on for the casinos and for our travelers. So we're, we're, the st- we're still the same great Mississippi, we're the same, same great stories, same great tourism attractions, great beaches. Everything is the same. We're just rebooting and reopening for business. So when everybody had to go home, what was your challenges with making sure uh, that you guys were doing everything you could to prepare for the reopening and yet also sort of keep the doors open? I guess, you know, everybody has jobs. So what were your challenges as far as, because I know you're a face-to-face, handshaking, hugging guy, and you love to travel and see everybody. So I know we've gotten used to this, getting on Zoom and all that, and I hope that'll end soon. But uh, what were your challenges, or did you have any? Well, and we still do, and that that is uh, now it's uh, during the time of COVID and shutdown. It was uh, for people not traveling. All of our entities were were closed. Our parks, our museums, our uh, golf courses remained open, but uh, the beaches. So. Everything was literally closed, so we weren't in a level playing field with all of our neighboring partners. No one else is traveling either, so it was uh, abiding by the guidelines of the governor and and the health officials, and just just staying safe during that time. But but knowing that we would reopen for business, and the, and that our industry, which was most affected, probably more than any other industry, we will we will be the first industry to rebound. As well as as we've already seen with the opening of the casinos last week and restaurants and resorts here in the state so we have really we were poised as an industry and mississippi is a drive-in state so we're about 95 percent drive-in states so the fear right now of people flying either international or mm-hmm. air travel really doesn't affect mississippi so we're we're in a position to to rebound quicker because we feel like there's so much pent up demand, people wanting to get out and do things. Yeah. And, and and here in state, where it's a safe a safe travel destination, uh, or road trip, or something to get out. So we feel like we're really poised to rebound quicker than others. Well, and you talk about the, our big advantage. You know, I'm reading so many articles now on how they're talking about the change could be where everybody wanted to live in urban areas, very populated, very crowded, all these things to do, moving their businesses there. And now there could be a big shift, right? And Mississippi is already there. You know, you know what I mean? I mean, a lot of Mississippi is that. Mm-hmm. Um, even Jackson feels spread out to me, you know? And so, uh, so that'll be interesting. Uh, so part of this show, everybody hears me coming in and out saying like, get ready. You know, I've had to be up with the times. Uh, I know you're ready to get out and do these things and go to visit Mississippi.org. So I want to spend a lot of this show talking about all of these things that we have. It would take us 11,000 Mississippi minutes, and I'm not messing around here, to go through uh, just the amazing places to visit, the golf courses, you talk casino. So let's back up and let's go casino because I want to start there. With this opening, how did it turn out week one? The soft opening. Uh, the soft opening was probably 100 times better than expected. Uh, the casino industry really played played it down on the opening because not really sure how how the public would respond. And, and so with the new guidelines of just 50% capacity mm-hmm. and on on the game floor in the hotel and restaurants and and all the safety procedures that they would have in place to go they still had a record number of revenue from the year before memorial day weekend 
2019 was 28 million in revenue. This year was $33 million over a four-day period, and the Beauvage was not even open yet. So a lot of pent-up demand. That's at 50% occupancy. Wait, 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 wait. I'm confused now. So I'm listening to you, but I, I, I don't believe it. So you're telling me this opening did that well? For so the how, weekend. How? How, but, but how are they, I mean, my, my question is, how do you social distance? What do you do with the chips, you know, when you're touching them? And, I mean, you know, they're talking about all this surface, surface, surface. They're driven us crazy. They've got us scared to death. Now, I've gotten a little complacent. I admit it. I think a lot of us probably have because we're tired. Our hands can only take so much alcohol and so much, you know, antiseptic, whatever we're putting on of soap. I've soaked them to death. I mean, they're starting to whittle. I can't probably can't play guitar anymore. But anyway, but what... Tell me about those numbers and how are they able to follow guidelines and have such numbers? Well, if there's one part of our industry that can do it and do it right would be the gaming industry. And from from the moment you walk in the door, from taking your temperature to uh, hand washing stations to only every other slot machine being used, only three to a gaming table, uh, hand, hand sanitizing stations everywhere, the restaurants, the buffet, you are served your food, not your, your serving. So all these different uh, mechanisms, and people just want to get out. Well, I know. And, and they want to play. And these, these are, uh, it was a big weekend. We're anxious to see how those numbers spread out. But they, they just did a spectacular job of creating a safe atmosphere for the traveler and, and for the, the player. There's still no, no live music at, 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 at the casino, no larger events. But You're even, telling me. Even yeah, yeah, you yeah. should know. But even under this footprint, fifty percent occupancy, they did that well. Do you, when they come to like the Gulf Coast, or they come to Tunica, or they go to Silver Star, or we know at Philadelphia, right? Or Vicksburg. Or Vicksburg, yeah, yeah, Vicksburg. So if they go to those places, do you see an economic impact beyond the doors of the casino? Absolutely. the The new paradigm in the last ten years has been from where a gamer would go to a casino and of every dollar spent, 75 cents was spent on gaming. Now that new paradigm is completely switched. It's 80% on everything other than gaming. So it's the shows, it's the dining, it's the golf, it's the spa, it's the shopping. And it's still gaming is a huge part of the, what they do. So it's it's the whole experience. And it's if you're staying at the Beauvage, it's taken a a day trip to Ocean Springs for the day. It's other things to do. It's staying at the casino resort, but also taking in the rest of the um, local entities, or maybe here in the Delta Blues, uh, going out for a date in the Delta for a Blues Trail marker visits. And no, we're going to talk about music. that. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, being at the resort that night. So it's it's more of a it's it's the expanded traveler, and and but that paradigm has has shifted over the years. We're with Craig Ray, Executive Director of Visit Mississippi, my point guard. Don't forget, right here, we're going to start really digging into what you can see and uh, and witness firsthand if you get out and visit Mississippi. Go to visitmississippi.org. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio, and I'm with my beautiful brother, C. Ray. We'll be right back. Welcome to Mississippi. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Steve Azar. I'm with Craig Ray, C. Ray, my point guard. Visit Mississippi.org is a place he knows very well. Go check it out. 
Uh, plan your next getaway and your next getaway and next getaway. You're going to be amazed at what you can do right here. Just a short drive away. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. We're going to start digging into some, some of these things. So people can't just go, Steve, you're always telling everybody to go to visit Mississippi.org. Well, what do I do? What do I get if we go there? First of all, the, the website, if you hadn't gone to it, things to do, history, culture, attractions, events, sports and outdoors, arts and music, food and drink, plan your next trip. It's all there. One of the things you can do is there is our blues trail and our country trail. Country Blues trail marker trail. Country trail marker trail. I guess the best way. It's hard to say that, you know. Country music trail. Country music trail, which yeah. I'm on. <laughs> Number on. 32. And I'm blessed uh, for sure and honored. Uh, but one of the greatest moments of my life, and our, I think our greatest time together, we've been to some great places. We've been with John Lennon's sister. We've been we've been spending a lot of time with Marty Stewart, and and uh, it's just been Marty Gamlin, just you know, getting to spend all this wonderful time with just so many people who have left a great mark on history in, in their field. But going to the Killers' house. Jerry Lee Lewis to give him country mark, uh, country trail marker 34. You and I get, we leave, but there's so much that happens while we're there. Uh, let's t- explain to the listeners what, what happened. I mean, it was insane to me, right? It was a surreal moment. Well, we have, uh, for our country music trail program, our blues trail program, we're fortunate that over the years to our, our living music legends where we've been able to present them with a marker of, of their choice at location. And and so uh, Jerry Lee Lewis has been a target for us for a while to get on the country music trail. And so he he chose uh, for the marker to be at his, at his residence where yeah. where he lived in Nesbitt for, uh, has lived there for 40, 48, 49 years. And his home is now a museum. He's moved out of his house that he lived forever, just right down the street. He lives in a condominium, but he, his house is now a museum where you can pay to go see Jerry Lee's world, which is incredible. And he was there. And he was there. So <laughs> uh, he he decided uh, to not have the event outside that day. He wanted to have it inside. Uh, it was a beautiful day outside, but he wanted to have it in his living room. So we moved the marker into his house with the invited guests and all the members of the media from Memphis. And we are in the killer's living room with his grand piano and his bar and all of his platinum albums and memorabilia and the bullet holes in the wall and yeah. knife marks and 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 his shoes in the closet his shoes in the closet we got a walking tour of his yeah. house and then we go into his living room and it, where he's waiting for us for this presentation and marty stewart was there the governor was there uh his, his former bodyguard well was there to speak and uh, myself and you were there and then our, our members of the media were there and it was just a surreal moment but you could feel the excitement that jerry had that that state was recognizing him to be a part of our music trail and the history and 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 his love for for marty stewart and uh. and the governor and state of mississippi it was really he had not been in public in over six months from his stroke. Yeah. And so for him him to be there, you can just see him glow. He didn't say a whole lot. He wasn't planning to speak. And then Marty Stewart played a song for him, and he joined in and sang with him. It's the first no, time he had even didn't said miss us. I mean, listen, piano players obviously have great intonation, right? They're, they just do. He didn't miss 
an iota. He, there wasn't one flat or sharp note after that stroke. Of course, Marty looked like a kid in a candy store. You know, he was like playing. <laughs> He's all lit up because that's what happens. I mean, it's Jerry Lee Lewis. Think about Elton John. Elton John is not Elton John or Billy Joel is not Billy Joel. These great, if they don't witness the fire of the killer. I mean, like that's where they learned how to do that thing. It didn't exist. He was the pioneer. So take the listener. You're, you're going to go plan a trip. And you're going to go on the country music trail. So let's t- take them. This is, how, this is, this is visitmississippi.org and it's finest. Well, if you would like to go um, plan your trip, and you can go to our, our website. And also the Country Music Trail has a website, too, mm-hmm. with uh, uh, a lineup of where to go, where, where there's live music planning. Exactly. You can literally plan your week in driving. But what's, what's unique about our country music trail and our blues trail is it, it's such an authentic experience we're taking you to places where the people have lived maybe where, where they perform maybe where they were buried the the great robert johnson's gravesite in greenwood yeah to uh bobby gentry's uh tallahatchie bridge marker and right in the same town uh to uh going to Jerry Lee Lewis's home where he's still alive and, and the ghosts are still there in this home and to uh, planning a trip where B.B. Uh, where King was born, where, where he grew up, his, his museum, where he's laid to rest. They're really, Steve, what we offer is, is a truly authentic experience and to drive that traveler to visit these unique places, then drive them from there to wonderful restaurants in that same location or staying in a great place like the alluvian right. while you're at the alluvian you visit these markers go in the museum you go to lusco's and eat i mean it's just part of the right magic. right so it's the whole magic of the of the experience you can pick up and start anywhere you want you could start right here in greenville going to the steve azar country music yes marker you can at jim's and, cafe and go to those that evening which we're going to and go to our second uh, blues trail marker that was that started on the trail was uh, on is it Walnut Street here mm-hmm. In, in, mm-hmm. here in town. So yeah. so you could you could even line up a blues trail country music trail combo uh, with all of our markers in the state and we we have between the two trails in in the state of Mississippi. Two hundred what? We have uh, those two combined about two hundred and twenty now. We have many of our uh, blues trail markers are out of state too. They're in uh, seven other states and four countries. But here in Mississippi, you could do all. You could do over 200 combined. We've got a couple coming up. Well, we have one coming up. The, jo- the Johnny Cash one we haven't done yet, but pandemic threw a curveball at us. Johnny in, Cash in Starkville. In Starkville. So talk about that. Well, Johnny Cash, uh, famous uh, story of being arrested. Uh, in, in Starkville, spending the night in the local jail, which he uh, wrote a song. I, I won't go into all the details <laughs> of why he was arrested, but it'll just might spurn your interest to come to his marker, which we're going to. We rescheduled that marker unveiling to uh, this fall during football season. So we'll have a special date and unveil a Johnny Cash marker. But it was such a unique place in his history and that he wrote a song about his time in Starkville and it was on one of his most popular albums. Yeah. <laughs> so again, recognizing uh, an artist, maybe they're not from Mississippi, but it can be an event or location that we also celebrate through both trails. It might be the Peavine Railroad Station in right outside of Cleveland 
on, on their way to Dockery Farm. So it's it's really recognizing the trail and the folklore and, and, and the musicians. So you, you can really plan a unique visit in Mississippi, tying in the restaurants, museums, and the, and the markers as they take you around the state. And so our initial goal was, you know, maybe 20 or 30 markers. And now we've ended up with 206 blues trail markers and 34 34 country music trail markers. So it really started off with a simple plan and dream interpretation and reclaiming our, our music in Mississippi and then using that as a brand to promote for tourism. And so the, the marker itself, it's not just standing and reading a sign, it's an interpretation on the front side of that individual or that person. And on the back side, it's a full deep dive history of that person, artist, maybe a record station, uh, uh, excuse me, radio station that might have interpreted that artist. So it's a full history. And on the Blues Trail, we have an app that you can pull up that location and it will walk you through and play music from that artist. Wow. So it's an experience, not just a, a marker. And it, it can drive you to where the next location is. Come on. All has um, GPS, all that stuff in there? one of them. Come on. Yeah. So Our country tra- trail marker, yeah? Yeah. yeah? yeah. You can GPS to me? To, uh, to gyms? We're, we're working on the country music trail, but the blues trail marker is, is all set up. <laughs> I'm Steve Azar. So, so now you're getting excited. Right? I'm getting so excited I'm going to have a GPS to me. Uh, actually, I'm supposed to take a picture with somebody well, soon. Well, I found you. I found your house. Oh, that's true. You can find my house. And uh, we can go fishing a little bit, which you and I aren't doing. We're going to fish with the white golf ball. That's ball right. is what that's we're back right. to. Fish for birdies. Yeah, fish for birdies. <laughs> and eagles, maybe. I've seen you make some eagles. Yeah. I'm Steve Azar with... Craig Ray, Executive Director, Visit Mississippi. Go to visitmississippi.org to find out all the cool things we're talking about right here. So many more. We're going to dive into more when we come back. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio, as always. See, Ray, you, get, you know what you get to do? This is the part of the show where you get to play DJ. So would you like to hear R.L. Burnside or Cedric Burnside? Cedric. Ah, oh, because we have a special place in our hearts for our man Cedric Burnside. Here in Mississippi Minute, we'll be right back. And that's a typical And that's a typical Hey folks, Steve Azar here letting you in on the Guarantee Bank Summer Better Sweepstakes when sending money with Zelle. Zelle is a fast, safe, and easy way to send money in minutes to friends, families, and others you trust, no matter where they bank, right from Guarantee Bank's mobile banking app. And now you can win the $5,000 grand prize when making Zelle transactions from June 1st to July 31st. Just download the Guarantee Bank mobile app to send money with Zelle at the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Visit gbtonline.com forward slash Zelle sweepstakes for more info and rules. No purchase, account, or Zelle necessary to enter to win. Guarantee Bank. Member FDIC. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Steve Azar. Go to visitmississippi.org as we explain further about the wonderful things to do right here, uh, just right outside your door. Uh, Celebrating a lot of our history and culture is so important and it's bringing people from all over the world 
uh, in. So don't forget to uh, check that out. And you're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio as always. I'm with my beautiful brother, Craig Ray, director of Visit Mississippi. I may call him president in a minute. I don't know yet. I haven't decided. But we're dear friends. And uh, through this experience of working together, uh, I feel like I've known you since I was a little kid, man. I just, it really does. It feels that feels that wonderful to be around you and watch how hard you work and how much you care. This is your second stint, uh, third stint, third stint as director of Visit Mississippi, but you have did three stints, three, three different presidents, right? Traveled. So let's go back a little bit and talk about your journey back here and then what you were doing in the meantime with presidents and all that. I, prior to moving back to Mississippi in 2004 to work on Governor Haley Barber's campaign, at that time Haley Barber's campaign, I was serving as special assistant to the president at the White House for the advance office, which we uh, would would travel, plan, and implement all, all the trips of the president no. and and that was a wonderful opportunity actually and that was at that time serving uh, George uh, W. Bush and in a similar role I, I served at the White House uh, from 89 to um, 1989 to 1993 uh, for George Herbert Walker Bush so it, what a wonderful opportunity to travel mm. the country and, and around the world and setting up and implementing and all the travel for the president, and and so I had a long time uh, friendship and uh, knew Governor Barber at, at the time when he was uh, not only when I worked uh, on President Reagan's campaign right out of college, but also worked on Haley's campaign when he ran for Senate when I was at college, and so just a unique political career. And and when I came home to uh, work on Governor's campaign, and then. Uh, he won the campaign um, and, and and offered me a position within his administration, and I, and I chose tourism. And and uh, why? Well, it just I looked into it, and I and I traveled the state many times on various campaigns, and I knew how to promote the United States of America, which I did <laughs> at the White House, and I knew travel. And it made sense for me, and I was my resume is very strong on event planning, and and event coordination, and so when looking at the tourism industry, it really made a lot of sense to me. And he had an appointment to fill, and and so I I chose tourism, and he 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 said I'd love love to have you serve for two years, but stay as long as you like. Well, I've been in the industry now 16 years and served wow. my my third governor. Uh, currently with Governor Reeves, and, and I, I came back after Haley's administration and served in second term for Governor Bryant, and, and that's when we met. Uh, actually, our paths crossed at Governor Barber's inauguration. Yeah, I played the inauguration there. Didn't even know each other at the time, but I booked you. I did write the check for you, so. Yeah, uh, yeah I appreciate Thank you, by yeah, the way. And, and I don't think I saw it because, you know, and then we I think got my agent and manager got all of it. And then, right. we get, then we were reacquainted at the opening of the Tunica River Park where you performed too. With John Barry. And John's on my has just been on my show. Uh, and he reached out to me about a PSA. And I didn't remember where we met. And it was on that in Tunica. And I did Waiting on Joe. You did. And he spoke. And like, this, he's got a best-selling book again with... The great influenza, and he says he sort of feels bad because, but but it's back on the best sellers sellers list. Isn't that crazy? Wow, uh, you know it's great. Wild day that was. It was a wild day. You know, he said something uh, 
he attended a governor's conference we had not too might have been that same weekend of, of the opening of the river park where he he made a point uh, he, he was one of our guest speakers and he he made an observation about uh, our international travelers uh, that felt like that we should have more than we did at, at the time but we were still uh, still uh, the Blues Trail wasn't really active yet. We weren't really engaged as far as the overall Delta promotion for all that we have. And at that time, we, we only recorded, it might have been like eight or 9,000 international travelers. It, it just, we were into the business that just really wasn't resonating yet that, that Mississippi would be a destination for the international travelers. That was in 2000, what, four, five? Yeah. 2005. Yeah, yeah, yeah. around so, then, yeah. As I mentioned earlier on in the show today, last year we had a record number, 165,000 international travelers, which record, rec brings $180 million in revenue from that time where we mm -hmm. were recording, just starting to, to count our international travelers at five <laughs> or 6,000 people. So, How were they getting here? New Orleans, Memphis, Jackson, what, Little Rock, what were they doing? Well, the... The international travelers to the south is uh, we're a destination. We, we market the south, so we're a part of Louisiana, Arkansas, Alabama, Tennessee, um, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina. We we market the region: Kentucky, Missouri, and so we're the international traveler will, on average, will have come to the United States three other times before they've come to the South. So they've mm. gone to Florida, Disney World, New York, maybe not as much New York anymore, but right. Chicago, LA, Dallas, and then they come to the South, and then they come back to the South, and they return, and they, because the South is such a huge destination, they're coming into Nash Nashville, Memphis, New right. Orleans, Atlanta, and driving into Mississippi. Uh, so that that's how we're getting, most of our travelers are landing in those cities, and driving in or they can you know they can fly into the gulf coast and fly into jackson but but they're they're finding us from 18 19 different countries and but the inter international traveler is a big part of our marketing efforts at visit mississippi it's a strong it's a traveler that's staying two to three weeks you can go anywhere here in the delta any night of the week and i guarantee you you can meet an international traveler and we'll do that tonight i bet too Oh yeah, they're still coming. In fact, uh, recently I said, "What well, man? How'd you get here?" You know, like I think maybe they're stuck here, or they may, sometimes they come here and they don't want to leave. That's right. You know, right, and that's, that's fine right. with they're us. Still, that's fine with us. Still here. We're talking to Craig Ray, director of Visit Mississippi. Um, a perfect little run for me. Like, I've been asked quite a bit lately, and so I decided I'm gonna document it. I had to put it on my website, I think. But I have my little trip. Once you get to Memphis, and you. And so this is, I want to just tell me if I'm even spot on here, all right? So I started thinking about this. So I've been a tour guide for some friends uh, in the music business that just wanted to come and soak in the Delta. So I, I flew them into Memphis, and I had them stay at the Peabody one night because I feel like, you know, they, you know Memphis is actually the capital of northwest Mississippi. It has nothing to do with Tennessee. We all know that. And then see the Ducks. You're going to go to Bill Street, absorb B.B. King, all the, the that that's there. Um, eat at Dyer's and all that. Then eat at Rendezvous, get some ribs at Rendezvous. Go see Graceland and Elvis and get the heck out of there. And now you're heading south. You're going to get on 61. You're going to go. You can stop in at Tunica if you want to do a little bit of, uh, you know, play some slots or whatever. And then you make your way to the, I get to Clarksdale. You go to the, you can stay at the Shack Up Inn, which is just so cool, right? 
you can go to Hobson's. Uh, you can eat at my cousin Abe's barbecue on the 60-149 split. You go to Ground Zero Blues Club, Morgan and everything, and then you go to Delta Blues Museum, and then you make your way to Cleveland. You go to the Grammy Museum. You go to Dockery. Right? It's just insane, right? And then you go to Greenwood. You got go to you go to cooking class at Viking. You can stay at the Alluvian Hotel. Eat, like I said, at Lusco's or some of the great famous places there. Gardenias. What? Gardenias. Gardenias, right there. It's in the hotel, right? Exactly. Famous places. Curtains and all the stuff. They shut you in. Then you go to Leland and Greenville. You got the Jim Henson Museum. I mean, the Muppets, for goodness sake. You got Highway 61 Blues Museum. Then we're going to go to Doe's. We're going to absorb in all that stuff. Then we're going to Indianola. We're going to B.B. King's Blues Museum and Club Ebony. We're going to go to Vicksburg Battle. We're going to make our way to Vicksburg, go to the Battlefield Museum. We're going to make our way to Jackson, to the Civil Rights Museum. We're going to get the Mayflower. We're going to go to the, Miss, the Museum of Mississippi History, Mississippi Museum of Art. We're going to go eat at my buddy Mark Shapley's maybe later or go see Tico or you know what I mean? Like you're going to have this incredible experience. Then you're getting on a plane and leaving. No, so, but anyway, but that's sort of my rundown. I know I've left some things out. Go to visitmississippi.org. Just so many cultural and cool, historic things to do right here in the birthplace of American music, from culinary to pottery, uh, to music, to art, to film, uh, poetry, authors. It's just so much right here. So uh, you're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio, and I'm with my beautiful brother, C. Ray. We'll be right back. Folks, Steve Azar here, letting you in on the Guarantee Bank Summer Better Sweepstakes when sending money with Zelle. Zelle is a fast, safe, and easy way to send money in minutes to friends, families, and others you trust, no matter where they bank, right from Guarantee Bank's mobile banking app. And now you can win the $5,000 grand prize when making Zelle transactions from June 1st to July 31st. Just download the Guarantee Bank mobile app, to send money with Zelle at the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Visit gbtonline.com forward slash Zelle dash sweepstakes for more info and rules. No purchase, account, or Zelle necessary to enter to win. Guarantee Bank. Member FDIC. The news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. Fox News Radio. Late breaking. Up to the minute. From around the world. Around the clock. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Steve Azar. I'm with Craig Ray, C. Ray, my point guard. Visit Mississippi.org is a place he knows very well. Go check it out. You're going to be amazed at what you can do right here, just a short drive away. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. So let's talk about golf in Mississippi because that's been a business where people have been able to go out and play. Rounds are up, obviously, you know, probably food and beverages down. But but it, that's such an asset, even in a tough time like this, as far as space is concerned. It has been, except for um, the casinos were, were closed during this time frame. And some of our best golf courses are are owned by the casino property right. so glad that they can all be reopened but yes our 
rounds of golf average were up over the last three months and an opportunity to get out fresh air or you could social distance i know a lot of the golf courses mm-hmm. required to have four golf carts for yeah. for a foursome but uh if the restaurants weren't open, they were serving food in a pickup and, and right. serving drinks. So it's still a, it's a great opportunity for people that were either members of clubs or, or, or to play public courses. So so that was uh, great. We have over 140 golf courses here in the state. Wow. Uh, just on the Gulf Coast alone, within a 15-mile drive, there are, I think, uh, 19 PGA golf courses. <laughs> And just wonderful from some of the best in some of the best in the state from the preserve that's uh, designed by Jerry Pate to uh, Fazio that designed Fallen Oak uh, to Arnold Palmer to uh, David Davis Love III uh, just all, all these great course designers have courses on on on, on the Mississippi Gulf Coast and then around the state like you mentioned Dancing Rabbit one one of the best one of the best casino resorts in, in the country voted every year by Golf Digest, one of the best golf courses. Yeah. And then, of course, Old Waverly Mossy Oak, just a wonderful track, a wow. semi-private yeah. uh, resort where you can play for the weekend. Two completely different tracks, great uh, from an old Scottish uh, Lynx course to just a great traditional southern track at Old Waverly. Golf in Mississippi is, is uh, a great opportunity to not just for – for the golf, but the resorts and the and and the hotel and, and and all the great food and cuisine that goes along with those golf packages. I'm with Craig Ray, director of tourism, visit Mississippi, my point guard. Go to visitmississippi.org, check everything out, guys. And uh, you're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studios. That's what we do. All right, let's go talking about festivals. Obviously, uh, so, you know, there's so many things like cruising on the coast and that bring in music and bring in these great avenues for entertainment uh we got the mighty roots music festival sort of taking the place of mighty mississippi moving it to clarksdale stovall farms where muddy waters lived um uh, we're excited about that we're prepared to be social distanced we, we felt like if there's two thousand people we can get them there and spread them out on the farm and we're set to do that and we're going to move forward but also tamale fest is something that i was involved in the very beginning uh, Greenville, they all it, it, people come out and it, it's in groves, you know. But we celebrate our this this thing, wonderful thing called the tamale, which uh, which we're gonna have tonight. Uh, your, is your mouth watering? It is. All right. So music festivals, obviously festivals of all type. How are we gonna get back to uh, to the volume that we had? Do you think? Do you think maybe we're a year out? Most of the festivals that we've either help sponsor or that that we are active with have been rescheduled and moved to next year so that was during the middle of this so the springtime like the um, uh, the juke joint festival for an example in clarksdale was canceled but they had a virtual live show for three days where they had the artists come in and and they actually performed in the same venues right and and so just for one year we tried a virtual experience there and we had over 150,000 followers that that followed that from <laughs> in, from 19 countries wow. to follow it. so these are people that have probably been to Clarksdale before for this festival so we we've been promoting as stay in touch come back next year when we're live but for those events that are this fall where we feel like as we're getting further into uh, getting out of the pandemic, hopefully, that we'll be able to offer events like the ones that 
the two you were mentioning that you're involved with there where we can practice social distancing if people are comfortable to come but there's right. uh, plenty of space but knowing that uh, the next year uh, Brandon Amphitheater one of our oh yeah newest most successful venues in the state has for the most part canceled their season but right. they, but they next year they have double booked, so all the artists that weren't able to play this year, they've already booked for next year, plus the ones they'd already booked for 2021. So a real robust next year as far as music and festivals that, that will come back, but right now, with first and foremost, is safety. And, and But we want to share that opportunity for uh, people that still want to hear great Mississippi music. And so we've, we've had the virtual shows that are still taking place but it's it, it's going to be a challenge but we we moved our world music tourism conference right they right. were hosting in cleveland at delta state we moved that to fall of 2021 we're honored to be hosting that it was in liverpool last year you were with me there uh cologne germany and, the year before and yeah. bringing the torch back for this world event that will be in 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 our cleveland delta next year yeah. and so we're just uh safely looking ahead and uh as, as we say in the spirit of travel mm -hmm. uh looking to plan on what uh what we can and what we have to offer yeah well from your lips to god's ears we're going to get there go to visit mississippi.org everybody there's so many things to just uh i mean listen it's awesome i mean i've learned so much today i think i should have been uh more privy to to some of the details and intricate things, uh, especially with the Blues Trail and all that. But, I, but I, I learn as I go, so much to do right here. We've been with the director of Visit Mississippi, my point guard, C. Ray, Craig Ray. You've been in the Mississippi Minute in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. I love you guys. You guys rock on. We'll talk later. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.